Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Holiday Investing Show. This is where we talk about investing, business, and getting successful in life. Go check out my Instagram and Twitter pages at Elite underscore Investing for both. And today we're going to talk about how you can stop being lazy. Most of us are lazy. I mean, and nobody likes to admit it, and nobody likes being lazy either. So. How can you stop being lazy? So first, let's define what is lazy. Is lazy not being hardworking? And define what's hardworking. Like, if you're lazy, you don't get good grades at school, you don't get the dishes done, you're fat. Well, it depends on what you define as lazy. Well, the first and the most simple step towards escaping the spiral of doom is to stop using the word should. should is probably the most useful language, uh, useless word in the most useful language. It's probably the most overused word that shouldn't be used at all. I should have done this. I should have gone to the gym. I should have done the dishes. I should have studied harder. I should have read the book. I should have listened. And you use that all the time. And then it's not very easy. But you've got to stop saying the word should. I will change shit to will. I will do this. I will do the dishes. I will go on a run today. I will start that business or podcast or e-commerce store. Okay. You can be kind to yourself. What does this mean? This means that stop getting angry at yourself for every little thing. For example, you screwed up that exam. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit down and cry or are you going to focus on and do better next time? You've got to focus on and do better next time. And you should stop being lazy. And you shouldn't be like, oh, well, the exam's over. I got the result. I got a C minus. Probably just stop playing games again. Exams are in for two months. No, that shouldn't be your attitude. That should not be your attitude. And that will not be your attitude. You can start with a small step. Donald Trump and Robert Kiyosaki and Warren Buffett and all the big guys have said, start with a small step. Start small, but think big. So, go to the gym for 10 minutes today. Do the treadmill or do the weights or do the cross trainer for 10 minutes today. And then if you keep repeating it with consistency, you will meet, you'll get the body you love. Because that's how life works. Same way, do the dishes for 5 minutes a day. Start reading for 3 minutes a day. Go out on a jog or go out for a walk for 10 minutes a day. That's not much. And it's just a small step. And soon if you start enjoying it, you'll probably increase the length to much, much more. Then, have a cycle between fully focused time and wasting, and then like leisure time, not wasting time, but leisure time. And then make sure that the time you Focus on work is fully focused on work and make sure that your focusing time of work is more than your leisure time. Don't play five minutes of video games for every one minute you spend studying. I mean, that's not fair. That's not fair at all. But if you play one minute of video game for every five minutes you study, that's amazing. When you get to play an hour of video games, that's not bad for your eyes. You have studied for five hours, so your brain's got a pretty good job done. And then 
if we are a lot smarter. Another way you can stop being lazy is you put your phone away. I mean, even I find it hard to do, but then you put your phone away and then you basically stop all your distractions. Suppose you have your phone with you while studying or you have your phone with you while reading. Say, say you're reading The Intelligent Investor, just as an example. So, let's say you have your phone right next to you and then there's a ping. What are you going to do? You're going to take up the phone, look at the notification, start talking with that person and then what you learn in The Intelligent Investor just goes away. Just forget it. I mean, that's dumb. I mean, who wants to forget what they learned after reading the greatest book ever written on value investing? So what you do is you put your phone in another room, put it on silent or just turn it off, just keep it there and then close the door and make sure that you do not go to that room and touch the phone. That involves self-control. Close your room and then, I don't know, if you're reading, just sit down with a bag of chips and read or bring a bottle of Coke and read. So you can enjoy what you're, what you're doing and read at the same time. This way you can shut down escape routes temporarily, I mean not permanently, I mean I'm not asking you to live without your phone, I mean like sit on a mountain in Bhutan and then uh, start meditating and forget your phone, I'm not saying that, I'm saying just leave all your distractions temporarily, video games are a distraction, turn off that Xbox or give that Xbox somewhere or ask your parents to keep it if you're still a schooler, if you're still a high schooler. Netflix is a distraction. You just have to watch that next episode of that show. Oh, don't. Just change your password. Or is Facebook a distraction? What you do is go to a change password. Pick an extremely complicated password that you can't remember. Just write it down on a slip of paper. And then put that slip of paper into somewhere inside your drawer or in a cupboard so that you don't touch it. Then delete the Facebook app. Then when it's asked you to sign a login again, you probably can't. So you can shut it down temporarily. Especially this is especially useful during exam period. That's exactly what I did for my Instagram account. So that and then I actually got a few A pluses and A's this time. Motivate yourself. Inspire yourself. How can I achieve that goal? So what you have to do is be extremely specific about that goal. If your goal is to work out every day, that's not a goal, that's extremely vague. Goals have to be specific. So you have to write, I want to go to the gym every day and I want to do the cross trainer for 15 minutes. I want to do two miles on the cross trainer in 15 minutes. I also want to do the weights for about 30 minutes. I want to be able to lift 50, okay, 50 pounds by this by the end of the month by working out every day. I'm going to work out for a total of one hour and I'm going to get my pull-ups right. I'm going to do 20 sit-ups a day. I'll do 15 push-ups a day. That is a specific goal. You have to get specific. Unless you get specific, you're not going to go anywhere with those goals of yours. And then, moving on to the next point. How does motivation work though? There is a goal, but how do you motivate yourself to achieve the goal? One, reward yourself. Let's say that you have to go for a run. 
what is the reward that you can get? I mean, if you say I'm going to eat a bag of chips after that, I mean, that's not a reward. Because it's basically you're just going to gain all the calories that you lost that day. And there's going to be little total benefit for you. So, what should you be doing? What will you be doing? It's more specific. So, find out something that does not take away the benefits of what you just did. Let's say, let's take running. I, mean, I don't know why, but you just like running. So, let's take running for now. Running is probably very rarely done. It's not very motivational. But then what you can do is, you can promise yourself a break at home. You can sit down, you can, I don't know, sleep on the couch. You can watch TV tonight. Let's say you go for a one-hour jog and then you promise yourself that you get to watch one episode of Game of Thrones or The Office or whatever, you, or whatever show you want to watch. That is a good motivation idea. Same if you're studying. If you say study and then you get all A pluses, then you get to play two hours of video games on a weekend. On that particular weekend, you get to play two hours on Saturday and two hours on Sunday. That makes sense because you've got a good goal, you've achieved that goal, and then now you're reaping the rewards of that goal. But then at the same time on the side, you've grown one much smarter. Two, you're gonna get into a good university if that was your goal and then for running you get a good body you get thin you get worked out you get exercise your body is relaxed your legs are much stronger you don't look fat anymore you've increased your metabolism rate you've reduced the chances of cancer and diabetes and sugar I mean that's how it works that's how motivation works and then stop cluttering your life with various things just could be by far the most important thing. I mean, excuse, cluttering your life, sorry, cluttering your life gives you a lot of excuses. And then these excuses are completely unnecessary. Let's say you want to go for a run. Okay, let's take the, let's take a different example. Let's say you want to read a book. What do you, what are your excuses? Okay, I've got friends to meet, this person has to be, this person wants to talk to me, it's been a week and we still haven't uh, talked to them. Uh, I have to play this video game, I'm already on the next level, I have to reach the leaderboard this, uh, leaderboard this time for this week. I'm so close to getting that gold in the, in the video game. I'm, uh, I've promised myself that I could play half an hour of video games every day. So you're cluttering your life and the biggest clutter in your life is gossip I'm telling you by far the biggest clutter in your life is gossip people talking about other people you talking about other people then other people talking about you and then you just get annoyed by them and then you stop making friends and then you break up relationships no that's not how it should be you should focus on the one thing let's say you want to become an investor start reading investing and then remove everything else from your life and just focus on investing keep your phone away keep your mind away and then let your mind focus only on what you're reading. Reading, say, security analysis. Let your mind focus on that. Let your mind focus on what is there. Let it take in. Let it just breathe in all the words and remember that in your mind. Make sure that your brain remembers it. 
and then put that to use. Go start reading accounting statements. See if you can find accounting fraud the way Benjamin Graham or Thornton or Glove or anyone uh, explains you how to. Try seeing if they overstated depreciation. Try seeing if they overstated asset values. Try seeing if they were if they were overstated liquidity uh, liability. Sorry, so that they could overstate their return on equity. I mean, this puts basically what you've learned in your practice. You're doing useful things, and then if you find a good company that way, you can put your money inside that. You can put your money into that. And then another way to stop being lazy and make money at the same time. Let me show it. Go buy stocks with the money you've put into whatever. So, for example, if you bought Netflix stock instead of Netflix back in 2009 during the recession when Graham advises you to buy, you would be up about 5,000 to 6,000% from then. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. So $1 would have become $50. So you hold you had $10 in your pocket, imagine you made that $500 to spend today. Imagine you had $10,000, that would have become $500, no wait, yeah, $500,000. That's a big amount. You could have bought a great house, you could have bought, I don't know, you could have bought a new car. You could have bought so many amazing things if you, if you actually had done that. Let enthusiasm and energy kick in. If you see an old man jogging, what makes you think he keeps him, uh, what makes you think he keeps up the habit? I mean he's an old man, he's about 60, 70, and he's probably gonna die soon. What makes you think he's actually gonna go and start jogging? Well he lets energy and enthusiasm enthusiasm kick in. He makes sure that he's enthusiastic. He enjoys the run. He enjoys watching all the birds, he enjoys watching the kids on the way, playing with whatever. He enjoys the snow if you're living in North America or in the northern parts of the world. He enjoys watching the birds, he enjoys watching the dogs go. He remembers his childhood, he feels enthusiastic about it. He's ready to go for a run, he's ready to give those old muscles an exercise. Same way the energy, he's full of positive energy. Once you leave, I'll make a podcast on researching positive and negative energy soon. So don't worry about that, but that's the biggest point. He's extremely energetic. He's extremely enthusiastic that he goes for a run at the age of 70. And then take that as an inspiration. Take that enthusiasm and make sure and put that inside you so that you can, in fact, achieve your goals in life. You can, in fact, stop being lazy. So, with that, I sum up the episode that I uh, conclude this episode and go follow me on uh, Twitter at Elite underscore investing. Go follow me on Instagram at Elite underscore investing. Um, Give me some feedback through DMs and direct messaging. I'll reply as quick as possible. And then, if you know any other friends who are interested in investing or interested in uh, stock market and business and self-help ask them to follow uh, my page ask them to listen to this podcast also follow me on twitter so that you know whenever my podcasts are coming out because i always tweet the link to my net link 
to my podcast so with that we'll see you next time